my first business to business sponsorship for the okay. podcast, which is yeah. super exciting. I think it's just like super perfect. My friend said his company is called Love Amped. Mm-hmm. He is a love coach and huh. he's specifically, specifically a love coach around self-love mm-hmm. and having people um, develop uh, their own self-love and, and kind of guide them on their own self-love journey as their coach. Mm-hmm. And he created an online course called Blast Into Self-Love. It's a self-guided course. I just started it last week. So it's been an absolute opportunity for me to have that self-reflection and be like, okay, how much of this am I actually taking into consideration for myself? Yeah. And I guess what I wanted to share with people about it is that it's been so uh, peaceful and humbling, but also really fun because Seth is such a fun person. Yeah. And so in his videos, he's just like, it's like he's holding your hand being Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like, what's up? Like, tell me about this, you know, talk to me. Like, it's so like, even though it's a video, like, I feel like he's like there Mm -hmm. with me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And of course, like taking this course, you do have the opportunity to reach out to Seth personally Mm -hmm. and ask him any questions that you may have. Um, But yeah. And I think that, you know, this ties in with, you know, your own journey of, mm-hmm. of self-love and like how important that is to, to go on that journey. Right. Right. I love that. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. So the other thing about Seth's course is that, um, uh, he has partnered with me, mm-hmm. uh, which is super exciting. So he's partnered with love dripping from the walls. So anybody who uses the link below to, uh, register for the course gets mm-hmm. 10% off. Of the course, so the course itself is um, three hundred twenty-seven dollars. Um, there's over a hundred videos. Uh, they're all like pretty short. They're all between like two to ten-minute um, videos and content and journal exercises that you all do on your own pace. Um, right. The link below has a ten percent off coupon, so that puts it underneath um, three hundred dollars. Puts that in that like top two hundred dollar range, uh, which is super affordable. You know, both you and I have gone through personal development courses and that's like so cheap. Like I was, I was like, Oh my God, that's so accessible for so many people. Right. Right. And if it's it's, it's effective, amazing. And Mm -hmm. it's available to you in video form so you can watch it whenever. Is that what he's saying then? I mean, it's like, basically. Yeah, you you buy it and then there's no expiration date. It's not like, oh, if you don't watch it in 60 days and the video disappears, like there's no expiration date, right? 100% money back guarantee. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, cool. I love it. Anyone who's promoting self-love on a real level to give people a sense of self and that space of I'm good. Am I taking care of myself? Am I good? I'm like, I'm all for that. So, mm-hmm. Seth, keep on keeping on. I love it. Get your 10% off, people. Okay. <laughs> on your journey. I love that. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Seth Pearson, Blast into Self Love. The link is below. Go ahead, check it out. Get your 10% discount coupon and just like blast into self love, y'all.
And it's, it's really amazing to me the comments of people who are, you know, they, they talk about, and this is a really common one, is like they talk about all of the black and brown people who they love. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, but I've been, I've been comrades in the army with this person. And I, I had a, a daycare in a, a really poor neighborhood. So I was taking care of kids of all different colors mm-hmm. or, you know, I, like I, I've lived in the South and da, 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 or like whatever, whatever they come from where they're like, they're like empathizing with black people, but also not at the same, like that blows my mind because I'm just like, wait, hold on. Okay. So let's think about this. So you love like your art, your, the first part of your argument is you love all of these people who you know very well and dearly. Mm -hmm. And your second part of your argument is, but it's okay. Like Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, I don't understand the second part of the argument. Shouldn't the second part of the argument be, hey, I really love all of these black and brown people. So like, we should fucking stop doing all this racist shit. Like, let's talk about the actual abuse that's happening. Exactly. You know, shouldn't, isn't that the logical next step of the, of the argument that. But you know what? (laughs) Just to bring all this conversation back around. It's like, it's like that text. It's one thing to text your black friend is to pick up the phone and really connect with someone you know is not having a great time, having a hard time, and, and deal with, I'm not that person. I don't even know what it's like, and I get that it must be hard, and I'm going to get on the phone and just listen or provide whatever I can provide. And it's going to be uncomfortable because you're going to be talking about things about people who look like me and things people who look like me have done, right? Meaning white people. But for a white person, it's like, that's what it comes down to is, you really want to be someone who's standing for something. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to step into the awkward moments when mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to you because empathy for me is moments where before my roommate went into um, surgery, when we sat here and we were talking about him and let me tell you, we were going back and there were moments where I don't agree. He's like, I don't know. And we're just, uh, right. And not even mad, but we were just like really passionate about our point of view. He's a white man. I'm a black woman. The one thing about us, though, we dance well because we allow each other to be with everything there is to say, but we don't take it, per- like, we don't have it be a personal attack on each other. Mm-hmm. We just express, and we just literally go, why do you think that, right? Mm-hmm. But had he just avoided me, had he just been like, well, at least I'm her friend. I mean, that says something, right? It's like, you being my friend doesn't stop the cops from shooting me. Yeah. You being my friend does not stop the harassment that happens when you're not around me. Mm. So if you're really my friend, you might want to do something about it instead of continuing to say, well, I have a lot of black friends and, you know, like I support you guys. And I just think that we should all just love each other. And you're like, no, we love each other. And some of us are still hurting for no reason other than someone else's choice Mm. to still like want to be like literally to want to put their power over, you know, whatever they think they deem this person not worthy of. Right. And I'm going, yeah, your friend. But my hurt is not something I'm literally calling for. It keeps happening to me without me having to make a, you know, choosing that. And as a friend, if you really saw me and you saw it happening in the moment, you would stop it. If you saw it in the moment, I'm hoping like most of my friends who say that, I'm like, if you actually saw it, I I don't know. 
But I pretty got that they would stop it. They would actually intervene and just be like, I don't know what's happening here after whatever. Mm. But if you know you and you wouldn't even intervene, that conversation is the only way for you to look like you care. And mm. I go, words are cheap. Yeah. Is everything. So picking up the phone and having the after conversations, that's an action to take, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with, I don't know how they really feel in this group and why this happens, but I'm going to call and say, tell me about it. And I just want to he- sit here and listen. And inside of my listening, I want to know that I, whenever I can make a difference, I want to make that difference wherever I can see it. Or if you have a suggestion, right. Mm-hmm. But it's like your child, you would not allow your child to get abused or whatever. And you're just like, you got this. You, you know, you'll figure it out. I'm still your mom. I'm still you. I know you got a black eye, but I'm still your mom. You still got a mom. And I'm like, what's the point of a mom? If I got a black eye, you can't even stand up for me. Right? And I'm not even saying it like that, but it really is like that. What's the point of a friend if I'm being abused? And all you can say is, at least I have a friend? Who needs a friend in that case? Yeah. I mean, really, are we really friends? Or is it convenient, once again, for you to have me in your life as long as we don't deal with the heavy shit? That, ma- that really impacts me, you know? Yeah. So it, it does. It really comes down to the awkward conversations will give you life all day with your friends. Yeah. 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 And that, that brings up another awkward conversation for me. Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, that I feel like I need to create a channel. And I, already, I mean, Issa Rae has already awkward black girl, but I feel like awkward is something that I really enjoy as a word. And I want, like, I want to use that word because I love awkward moments that yeah. give life. Yes. Yeah. It's like that, like leaning into the mm-hmm. awkward for yeah. that growth and yeah. like whatever's on the other side of that awkward, which is usually like freedom and mm-hmm. love and expression and, you know, right. Um, so here's, here's another one. Um, so I, the other thing that I hear and see, um, and also feel myself is, okay, what's the line or, and and I don't even know if there is a line, but like, where's the line between sticking up for your black friend because you're a white person and you have, you have privilege and like using your privilege as, as power Mm -hmm. and sticking up for your black friend Mm -hmm. and like white saviorism. Mm. like where like what's the distinction mm-hmm. there or like or said said another uh, the, the uh, how the other way that I want to ask this so okay. that we're not just talking about like concepts but like me as your white woman friend mm-hmm. who loves you and supports you mm-hmm. and is totally okay doing awkward things <laughs> like, yes. like what what's something that I could do that would be like a win and what's something that I could do that would be like, whoa, Elizabeth, like, ew, like I get your intention, but gross, stop. Like don't. I think the funny thing for me is I don't have a specific action you should take. I have um, a concept that I feel like is important to, for me to point out is um, when I feel connected to those I love, regardless of their race, sex, whatever, and something's happening to them, that I don't understand. Sometimes the best thing to do is one, make sure they know that I don't know what it's like. Mm. Share with me what it's like. Just just allowing someone to share with you what it's like, and then when they share with you what it's like, I, I I'm not a fan of. Oh my god, that is so hard. I'm so, so 
don't do the sorry apology. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't. We both grown. <laughs> it's been done. I don't need the sympathy, sorry thing, right? Because that annoys. My thing is, I, I mean, I get it. Some people are really sorry. I don't mean to say it like that. Some people really like want to say that to people, and people can receive it. Uh, my thing is, I don't need us to have a moment of almost guilt conversation where you're sorry and this and that. It's more like this is what's happening, and if you really care about me, I hope you see me in you. I hope you don't have to be black to witness me and to really get like when you march, you're marching as Victoria as much as you are a privileged white woman, right? Mm. So wherever you're coming from is authentically a space of why this matters to me, why this person matters to me. I'm not really a fan of, it's the thing is, at the end of the day, we know you're privileged. We know I'm on the other side of that fence. We are clear of that, right? And what mm. we're trying to change is that perspective. And for me, it's that moment where you go, you know your role to this point, right? We know what's been the problem to this point. And mm -hmm. now that we're to this point, I need you to just be inside of the humanity that you are. It's almost like exercising two places, knowing your privilege and also going, if I'm going to march with Victoria, I am marching as Victoria. I'm marching as this is not okay, period. And I don't even need to be like, I'm saying it because I'm a white woman and I need to speak up for Victoria. It's more like, no, I'm saying it because in case anybody's going to hear me from that pri privileged perspective, fine, I'll say it. But I'm really saying it because I love Victoria. And I also love personal stories, like real personal stories. When people share personal stories inside of why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Like really, because I feel like some people get all gung-ho about being the, and it's funny, it's like the white savior or whatever. It's like, I'm going to use my privilege for the good. And I'm like, please, just the way you said it says you're just using more of that privilege. Like, you know, like you feel like you saying something inside of your privilege. I go, well, damn, aren't we trying to abolish the whole privilege shit on top of that? So we're both women fighting for our rights. You happen to be fighting for my right as a black woman, as a black person. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to put it, I guess. But I think for me, there is this moment where I go, we already know what we know. Mm -hmm. Continuing to like throw it out there as, as someone of privilege, how can I help? I go, you already know that. We don't even talk about that. What you need to know is you don't even need to ask me what, what you can do. You can look into who am I in relationship to you that my injustice would impact you. Mm. Like, I, I feel like the empathy we're talking about gets lost because people still aren't connecting with people from the level of strip all of it away. Why is it that my humanity matters to you? Why would my, why would your humanity matter to me? If something was really happening inside of shit, the white culture and white women, why would I want to reach out and go, whoa, not just talk to you, but also be like, what do we need to do? Mm. Because when Vic hurts, I hurt. When Elizabeth hurts, I hurt, right? Like that's how I view what people can do is first check yourself and go, does my hurt really sit with you? Does it sit with you long enough to go, if I hurt, you hurt? Because if, it really does, you'll know what to do mm. because you will put yourself in my shoes on a real level of I am you. I just happen to have been born another race that has different whatever, but I am her and I'm over it. Mm. And there are certain people in my life who even till today, I'm like, the way they come at this conversation is not only do I want to do this, 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 if you have a suggestion, that's great, but 
I already know where I stand because I am you, Vic. As wide as I am, I am you inside of this is not okay with me. Mm. But they first had to put themselves in like, you're not, you're not doing anything for me necessarily as much as if you love humanity the way you say you do, or you, you love me as a human being, forget humanity, you love me. If you have a good relationship, you would know that if it impacts me, it impacts you. And if it impacts you, oh, you just you automatically right. would want to jump. And I feel like just literally, once again, why I wanted to do this podcast with you and you asked me was because of that. When we talked, I, I, I felt the sense of not only did you get authentic with me, not only did you come back and say, oh, this is what I was dealing with inside of all this and this and this and how I want to reach out, but I want to talk about it now because I know I love you and maybe I might not be whatever. And inside of that, what did we do? We just talked it out and talked it out to where we were just inside of the love we have for each other, right? That's all we were left dripping what was dripping juicy dripping dripping from the walls that's what happened right that's what happened we got to clear the space and go back to elizabeth victoria the queens that we are the people Mm -hmm. we said we were and then looking at going how how you know like you i felt like you saw the queen sister that you knew we were for each other and that you might have just you know taken some other you, you might have listened to something that did not honor who we were for each other at the core. Mm-hmm. For me, that's why I go, I go, don't pretend to like me. Get to know me. And if you like me, you'll know. <laughs> because I'll become you. Because if I like you and shit's going down with you, oh, it's my problem. Mm-hmm. And that's, I want people to get that. Like, if you love the folks around you that you say you're black friends, I have a black friend, I have this and that. If you really mean that, you got to get, this is not their problem. This is also now your problem. And you wouldn't live another day inside of a problem that was really real for you if it was. Mm-hmm. You want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Beautifully, beautifully stated. Um, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I really, that really hits home for me. And just pointing out that we are, oh gosh, you just said that so beautifully where it is, it's like, if I get that me as a human being, seeing you as a human being, being treated the way that you are, have been treated and other people like you and me being like, that's not their problem mm-hmm. or it's not their problem that I'm hopefully maybe trying to help out with, mm-hmm. right? But it's, that's my problem. Seeing my fellow human beings, my fellow friends, whatever, colleagues, whatever, but just really my fellow human beings being like, Mm -hmm. no, that's my problem. That's my problem. Completely. Beautiful. That's, I, 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 I got, I got nothing to say about that because you said it so well. Like that's, that's, (laughs) well, I guess, I guess what I have, what I have to say about that is, um, Uh, Because I think that sometimes where people come, like when you're not coming from, you know, we're all fellow human beings and this is my problem, you know, then we are coming from that other space of that, well, how can I help? Or kind of like, (laughs) I'm going to use a a really silly analogy. Yeah. So every Thanksgiving, I Mm -hmm. go to my grandma's house in Nebraska. Thanksgiving is my 
favorite holiday. I mm. love it. Mm. And the whole family's there. And every single year mm. I go into the kitchen. I, I, I go into my grandma's house. I say hi to everyone, love on people, you know, and mm. then I walk to the kitchen and I ask if I can help. Mm-hmm. And every single year they say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, I can cook. Why? They're like big. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go drink my wine then. Exactly. And then I'm like, I'm just gonna go drink my wine, whatever, blah 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 blah. And so then if like, you know, the kitchen caught on fire, like I've been mm-hmm. so trained that that's like that's not my place. That's not that's not for me. They don't need me. It's more of like an obligation for me to go ask. It's more like, okay, well now I'm the good, you know, daughter, granddaughter, niece, like that. Yeah, I reject us from the kitchen because they know we're not really committed. We're like, can I help? Okay, you okay. <laughs> but it's like, you're right. It's, I love what you're going with this. Keep going. Cause I really get it. When you're yeah, not- It's the same thing, right? But if, if there was a fire in the kitchen, I probably wouldn't do anything about it. Because it's sure. not my problem. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. But better yet, sometimes I feel like even for me, it's like the, the similar is um, when I ask, I'm asking with the loaded, like, I really don't want to help. I'm like, hey, can I help? Okay, never mind. Bye. Right? <laughs> like, in the space, Vic doesn't want to do I'm just saying it because I need to, I need to have right. record. I need to have a record in the books that in December, blah, 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 I did ask. And, I said, <laughs> and I'm right. <laughs> No, but that's exactly what it is. And I think that it's such a great analogy because then in this, in this uh, movement that we're in right now, it's like, you could be like the white person that's like, oh, hey, can I help? And then, you know, people are like, what are you talking about? And you could be like, oh, well, at least I tried. You know, I tried. I tried. But here's the funny thing, though. The reason why I said that is because if there was a fire, Elizabeth, I guarantee you, if there was a fire in the same kitchen, you would run in there and try to pull the people you love down, or you try to get water and start throwing, or the wine you're holding. I don't care what you hold. Because in that case, it would yeah. be an emergency of, I must save those I love, or I must, who's in there? Oh my God, oh, Mama, you still in Whatever, right? But yeah. you would have a reaction at that moment. And that's why I go, sometimes I go, when you think it's someone else's problem, you are giving yourself permission to take breaks, to be like, it's not my thing. You know, I'll go back to that later. Which is why this movement for me is like, oh my God, it can't die because yeah. y'all don't get it. If shit's not, justice has not reached, we need to keep fighting for it. And those of you who are saying allies, you need to know, you need to put yourself in my shoes to where it is your problem because you will take a break from this. You will decide, I've done enough. Right. I tried, I mean, I did, you know, and I think a lot of, white people in this equation could fall into that trap of, but I tried, right? And including like, when you're used to fighting all the time as a black person, you just used to it. You just keep going, right? So for me, it's like this movement is like, I'm, there's no stop because I never stopped inside of what I was hoping would happen anyways in this, right? But now that we're in it, I'm like, this is a part of my DNA. That's what we, we just fight for our rights. That's what we do. It sucks, but that's what we do all the time. Yeah. For white people who are in this fight, who are really trying to be allies, I go, you need to check yourself. Because if this is a season for you, where you want to do your white help assistant, I, I helped the people. It's the same shit as, in a sense, as like, it, it's not the same, but it's like, it's almost like, how is it that you can't get that people who look like you 
created this problem that I didn't sign up for. And now I'm here and people like you don't, I mean, I feel like you can't decide to take a break from it. You can't decide that it doesn't impact you because it started inside of a conversation that had nothing to do with me choosing whatever, ancestors and all that. And now that we're here, I'm going, if you're really an ally, man, you better get that you might be planting a tree that you may never see shade, but you're in it with us just the same. Right. And if you're not interested in that, call it what it is. You're just in it to look good. Right. For a season. But we've been looking bad for a long time inside of our fight. And we look, we're looking for soldiers who are like, I'm here for the cause. I'm here if it takes me out or keeps me in or however it just deals with my own existence, I welcome it because I'm, I'm standing in it until freedom rings. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, this might be skipping ahead a little bit, but I think inside of that, the question that I hear is like, okay, well, then what can I do? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, because, you know, it's not like we can, we, I mean, we could march every single day, right? And there are people, that, that's what happened. That is actually what's happening in Seattle. People are marching every single day. Mm-hmm. I am not at that march mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. However, that's not the only action that there is to take. Exactly. Right? It's like exactly. actually examining and being really honest with yourself about where you've been blind to this before and not making, and like, like giving yourself like three seconds to feel guilty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been blind to this. Okay. On the count of three, I'm going to stop feeling guilty about that mm-hmm. and just call it what it is. Like I haven't been paying attention to this. This has not been a thing that I've dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I am possibly a part of the problem, whatever that is, just like really acknowledging it. Yeah. Yeah. And then being like, okay, well, where can I facilitate in my life? conversations like this what actions can I take where can I start to expand where can I start to include people where can I go and like apologize like I don't know like maybe for people who are listening to this if you're a business owner Mm -hmm. maybe you have had interactions with um like either black people at your job where it's just like oh wow like can I actually go have like a conversation with them and be like Hey, I I may or may not have caused issues with you in the past, and I want to either talk about it or apologize about it or like move forward or like you know have those conversations in your workplace, have those conversations in your family. You know, what can you do? Yeah, that's that's the doing. That's the doing. Yeah. But so beautiful what you say because I'm like as you ask me, I'm like you're doing it right now. You're doing it right now because I hope that in this podcast has people open up in conversation. I hope that they examine their, um, their uh, place in this race, right? Like, am I in it for the long haul, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I'm, if I'm not in it for the long haul, you know, where am I pretending otherwise, you know? Like, where do I need to just check myself? Or, you know, like, people mm-hmm. can smell, you know, people just being in it because it's the thing. And my thing is, seriously, check yourself and also realize you might not get to see the benefits of what we're working towards, but it's still worth working towards it. I'm clear that at 30-something, that it might not be in my lifetime that I see the whole gamut of like the beauty that could come out of this movement. Yeah. First time in my life, I feel like if you don't get your role in it, like continuously, 
you will also be one of those people who punks out early because you're tired or whatever and you're just like let me go back to just fighting my cases my own individual cases and hope life works out versus i'm gonna continue fighting my cases but now i'm fighting for a lot more than just me i am every person dealing with as i am every white person standing next to me who's saying yeah. no more. like we can be for us like we are each other's I'm not going to say, I don't even know how to say it any other woo-woo way, but really it's like, I am you. Mm-hmm. And if I am you, then whatever really plagues you that is unjust should plague me. Mm-hmm. And that's why friends are inside of that conversation or really looking at it like, just because your life goes back to normal because it has always been normal, to be honest with you, just know that it does not go back to normal for me. And it won't until you realize that if you love me, I, you are me, and I'm dealing with things of, you would, uh, no, no, you wouldn't be a friend to ignore them as much as I would be a friend to ignore things that you were really dealing with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, one of the things is that, so in my, in the expansion of my podcast, so the podcast is now not just about love, sex, and relationships, but it is the conversation to expand love in the world. And all of those, and, and just like that huge umbrella, because that's a huge umbrella, you know, expand the conversation of love in the world. And, you know, at, and thank you for saying like, you're doing it with your podcast, because I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I looked at for myself when all of this started is like, who am I asking as guests on my podcast? You know, how much representation um, have I had, uh, mm-hmm. up until, up until this point. And mm-hmm. there have been people who, you know, aren't white. There have been people who aren't cisgender. There have, you know, but mm-hmm. have, and, and that's great, but at a representative level, mm-hmm. you know, cause, and that's, that's one of the things that people kind of get stuck at as mm-hmm. well is, you know, yes, maybe it be, like you have people of color in your workplace, but are they there at a representative level? Or do you just have like a token black person or a token, you know, Latino person or Mm -hmm. Latinx, you know, person, right? Is it, are you doing the work at a a representative level? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've started to look at for myself. And this isn't to like, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I'm, Saying okay. this to you. <laughs> I'm too, I'll to <laughs> But I love that, Elizabeth. Tell me more, because I love that. That's a good Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but but really the reason that I'm saying it as is as an example of a place to look from for for yeah, each yeah. individual. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, are you doing things like to a certain point? Yeah. Or are you doing things at a representative level? You know, where it's just like, this is actually making an impact and not just like a box that you can check off. Like, oh, hey, like I had my black friend Vic, uh, you know, on my podcast, like I'm good, you know, whatever. Like I did my, I did my bit. Like, be like, ooh, that Vic. Yikes. (laughs) Be one thing. Yeah. If only people could check off the back for having me on a podcast, I'd be like, ooh, child. (laughs) I not make it on your podcast. Don't check that box out. (laughs) Right, but you, and you would have totally called bullshit on that and you wouldn't be here in the first place, right? Like, 
Exactly. And exactly. And that's my point. It's like, I wouldn't even be on this podcast with you if I thought you were trying to use something or another. The reason why, like, I love it. I loved when we were, you, after our conversation, you're like, oh, you should be on my podcast. We should talk about that. And I was like, oh my God. The thing I love about you is you see it for what it is. And then you go, how can I elevate this conversation? Mm. And that's what I, I felt like. I felt like you were going, I already, I'm on a platform. Come on, sis. We need to elevate this conversation because I just got something from this conversation. We're back to our love. Mm. And now we want to bring it to the world, but we first have to have the awkward conversation about it in order to elevate it, right? Right. So for me, like, that's, I love that about you. You, you don't really, you don't um, shy away from that stuff. That's what I, I just like, Elizabeth's not. If she gets it, she's not going to shy away from it. She's going to have a moment. <laughs> herself thinking about it but as soon as she gets that there is something to be done or something to do you're like okay let's do this this might be <laughs> awkward but let's do it I'm like okay and that's that is what is needed and it's needed from the level of it's gonna be a while before we are in a normal conversation where we feel like we really see each other mm. it's gonna be a minute mm-hmm. and this is a minute. I am you as much as you are me Mm-hmm. we are going to move this conversation forward whether anybody likes it or not mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of people who love you enough to put themselves on the line to say I'm going to do whatever it takes right. in my way in whatever talent I have you're great at talking you're great at podcasts you're great at that you're great at conversations period so I'm like I'm so proud of my friend who took her real gifts and is now using it inside of a movement that could use someone like her using her gift to move this forward you don't got to pretend to be anything but who you are and use those gifts to move this forward yeah well thank you and thank you for for the acknowledgement and it does mean a lot coming from you because i just so love and, and since the day that i've met you i've just loved and admired you i'm like this woman this woman is the shit. Like, <laughs> like, this woman is the deal. This woman is the badass. Like, ever since the day that I met you, I was just like, oh man, like, I gotta know this girl. I have to know this woman. She, she needs me and her need to do a thing. I love um, you. Which I think we've known each other for what, like, four years now? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I came back in 2020. No, I came back in 2013. 14. So maybe longer, actually. Four, yeah. Four, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe like even five years. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. And, and, and as much as I appreciate that uh, compliment uh, and that acknowledgement is that I hope that the people listening really take that to heart. You know, what are your talents? What are your gifts? What are you, what's the platform that you have? You know, what, where, where can you use, you know, your, your station mm-hmm. um, for, for the better, you know? Seriously. A friend of mine, just to like emphasize that just a little more, a friend of mine on Facebook had put a post saying, um, he's white. And he was like, I'm a huge, like, um, um, sneaker fan. He's a huge sneaker basketball sneaker fan. Right. So he's buying sneakers all the time, expensive ass sneakers. And he put up that he's like, being that I'm a part of that world, I'm stopping my sneaker buy 
if it does not support black lives. I'm clear that this world of sneaker buying for black, white, all the men who buy, or even women who buy sneakers on that level, they're sneakerheads who love their sneakers. Yeah, but it's a million dollar company. But it's a million dollar company inside of like black culture. Most sneakers are black culture sneakers, right? From right. George, the shit that you really want to wear. And he said, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to stop. Because if you don't support black lives, I'm not buying a sneaker anymore. And I go, that's what I'm talking about. Like, find your passion in life. Find the thing that really gets you. And then look at it and go, am I supporting something that doesn't support the human beings I love? Yes. Beyond money, the human beings I love. And I loved, I, I emailed, I was like, yo, I'm not even, I was like, oh my God, I love this. Cause I was like, I don't buy sneakers, please. I thrift store, I don't buy sneakers. <laughs> I had a friend who worked at Nike and I was like, anytime your sneakers get too old for you, you need to get them over to me. Cause I know they won't be old. Cause I know you clean your stuff and you put it up. So I am not that person, but I was so proud of him. Cause I was like, yo, I know how much you love sneakers. And for you to put yourself on the line like that, I know you're hurting a minute for a minute. And he's like, you know what? I love this. And I, I could tell for him, it was so personal that he needed to put that thing he loved on the line to tell you that the thing didn't matter inside of his relationship with his human friends who he loved, his black friends he loved so much. He was like, fuck a sneaker. Right. I'm not one until this company or other companies act right. So right. my point, whatever your passion is, mine is, I can't march right now. I have to be isolated because of my roommate and surgery. I'm not marching but I will do what I can. My photography is that, showing black love, showing black women and self-care is important to me. Changing the dialogue as well as a visual of black women is important to me. That's where I know for me, I'm, I'm gonna be showing so much more inside of the one thing I want black women to have is this world where we get to be women inside of all the ways we are without having to pretend to be anything else. We have been soldiers, we have been protecting black men, protecting our children, protecting this, protecting that, being single moms. And I say that and I'm not one, I'm not a single mom, right? But inside of like that world, I know of my ancestors and women before me mm -hmm. who have also caused me maybe sometimes to just back up and be like, I'm not ready for kids. I'm not ready for this because I don't want to end up in a situation where I'm now in this category, right? And I'm going, mm -hmm. I respect and love those women. And what I want them to know is, I'm going to do everything I can in my power while I'm alive to now change this perspective of what it is to be a black woman. I want us to have our wholeness. Mm. No more this strong black woman. I want to be strong. I want to be vulnerable. I want to be therapy on Tuesday. I want to talk about that. I want to be whatever I am. And I don't want to be put in a box where you think I'm bulletproof or that I can't take an epidural because I'm having a baby and you think I'm stronger than whatever, right? All that, I wanna squash all of it. Black women need to be put on, for, that is my life goal, period, I've decided. For me, it's, I need black girls to grow up knowing that they can have their childhood and they can have their adulthood. It's enough of us trying to struggle all the time, trying to be everything for everybody as black women. So whatever you is, use that as your platform to really speak out. Forget I have a black friend. I want to know, what do you really love? Do you love sailing? You need to figure out some sailing scenario, you know, that could <laughs> impact you and have you feel something and why you want to put it on the line for those you love. Whatever, right? But, I, right. you know, because some people need that. But 
that that that's a beautiful thing you don't you don't need to come up with anything out of nowhere you don't need to come up with a concept you need to figure out what matters to me that the people i love it would matter for me to make a stand in that space or do something in that space yeah absolutely yeah i just oh i love you to pieces and i and that's beautiful it's beautiful to have that that stance and i think that you know, you said it beautifully with yourself and with your friend and with myself where it's like, what is your stance? Like what, it, what is it in your life that's bigger mm-hmm. than you? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it in your life that is bigger than you yeah. that is worth like, you know, like you say it's scrapes, like fuck a sneaker. Like, you know, like, like where are my, what, like how am I supporting my black friend and just buying sneakers? Right. Like, and, and, and just being, and it, and it takes what I love about doing that mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that it takes, not just the sneaker thing. I just thought that was great. Um, <laughs> but what I love about, uh, taking what you already love, what's something that's already just like, so you, you know, like you just so care and cherish about black women mm-hmm. you know and your photography and i know that you're going to beauty school as well and just that whole world of just like how can i lift up you know yep. these these black women and and uh and having that just extra level of consciousness mm-hmm. like it's not just about taking pictures it's not just about going to beauty school it's not just about buying sneakers it's not just about having a podcast you know it's like what am i saying like what am i actually saying what am i actually contributing to what are my what what are my actions mm-hmm. actually producing yeah and forwarding in in the world and you get to actually say that yeah like, you get to actually say you know like um i love how you brought up like buying things cuz it is like what what black businesses do you know right where who are you buying from where are you putting money into you know and that's something that like my dad my dad is like super conscious about that so like that's something that i've been conditioned to do my whole life like there's been stores where my dad's like we're not shopping at this store because they use you know cheap labor in india or africa or like something like that or like we're not shopping at this store because they don't support LGBTQ rights. You know, we're not like my dad is very much a, I will use my dollar to, to further my voice person. Yeah. Um, and so I love that because in our society, your dollar says a lot. A lot. And it's funny. Cause it's like, I even went into esthetician um, because for me, there was a moment where I was like, when I walk into a store, there's literally a section for me this small somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Including the shades of colors of foundation and hair product. There's just a little section. And for me, it was like, I love beauty. And I love that people approach me like, oh my God, I love your skincare. I love your makeup. I love your beautiful whatever. And I'm like, I know, but it takes a while for me to find what I need. And I hate that it takes a while for me to find what I need. So it, even inside of that for me, it was like, I need, I want to get my esthetician license. One, because skincare for me was an experimental game. It was, I was experimenting on me because there was no one out there showing anything about me and my color and this and that. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I can get this license, 
it came back like seriously all around for me. It was like, I've always been, I want black women to know that we deal with normal everyday whatever. And I want to put products out there that say you can have array of choices. We don't, we don't, we're not three shades, you know? <laughs> right. There's so much about like, but it really goes back to what you were saying really is whatever your passion is, you will find it that inside your passion is a place to stand in whatever society is dealing with. Because from that space, because you believe in it already so much, mm -hmm. that from that space, you either be able to say, I'm risking it all or I'm whatever. Like I'm willing to put myself on the line saying, I, if I owned a shop, for example, right now, right? My whole thing would be like, I'm standing for black women having more choices, period, inside of their beauty department. From their cleansers to this to that to everything. Mm -hmm. And because that's my platform, I'm going to use that in whatever's coming up next mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And it made it easier for me to go into like the photography and all that in black women. Because I was like, you're in isolation right now. And the one thing you have dealt with all your life is self-love. Because you're hustling all the damn time to try to make a dollar. The self-love has not been. And then mm. I, I, I literally think of the women in my life, my sisters. And I'm like, damn, we're always hustling. Like, we're always hustling. Mm. It's like, and then friends. And I'm going, okay. I want to know that we can take a break. I want to give that expression in the world that we can take a break. We can mm -hmm. love chilling. We can love being in our, you know, bathrobe on a Wednesday and say, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm taking my self-care day, you know? Mm -hmm. And those are important things to me. But inside of this movement, especially in being that I am a part of the movement just by my skin color alone, it was, I want to give to this movement and I want to give to it the best way I know how. Mm -hmm. And that's what I realized, you know, what you could do but it might be something almost risky to you because you love it so much my friend had to deal with he loves sneakers so much but he was like fuck it i'm not buying a sneaker again until things change and he made sure to post it and say anybody else with me and i was like that's how you get your tribe of others who are like yo yes i am and it's gonna hurt a little but it matters to me that it hurts a little because the lives of those i love matter way more than a sneaker right. But this is that thing that I can put on the line, you know? So I feel like you're right. It's like people can look deep and find that thing easily within mm -hmm. their own abilities. Yeah. So. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And yeah, it, and, and it doesn't, it makes it so much easier to find that action to take mm -hmm. because then it's like, okay, I want to make a difference. I love people. I, I, I am, you know, if there is suffering in the world, I am a part of that suffering because I am a part of this world. Exactly. And how can I use my platform, whatever that is, mm -hmm. um, to, to make a change. Exactly. And just exactly. looking, just, just looking from there and it, it makes it, it doesn't make it easy, but it makes it simple. Yeah. It's usually not easy. It's usually not easy. <laughs> I enjoy taking those pictures, but you know, the hardest thing has been for me is the thought of, oh, I really want to publish it, which I am, and mm -hmm. sell it. And I'm like, is anybody going to buy it? Does it? Do they care about black and skin and, and care and, you know, black women and their self-care and how we've been hustling for so long and then we just need, do they care? And then I was, I was like, who cares? Who cares if they care or not? This is my art form. This is yeah. my speaking for me. This is my therapy. Yeah. And whoever people get in, whoever doesn't, doesn't. 
but it's my therapy and it's my therapy inside of other black girls who look like me, other black women who look like me. And if they get it, it was worthwhile. Absolutely. And I think that that's, that is the strongest place to stand. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter how big or small, like it doesn't matter if you do one thing and mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden you don't have a million followers. That's okay. It's really okay. If you mm-hmm. make a difference for one person, one person mm-hmm. that makes a difference. Yes, completely. And it also doesn't mean stop there, but <laughs> no, if, exactly. but, but just because, just because what you're doing only might make a difference for a smaller group of people does not mean to not do it. You know, like it's, it's not, not true. it's no, does not equate, does not equate. And what does not impact me today could impact me in a week. So whatever you put up that didn't have the likes or whatever, could be hit up by somebody next week who's dealing with something and that same thing now hits them differently. My thing is you can't count the likes. You need to count the moments you're standing. Yeah. Without the thoughts. Count the moments you're standing and keep standing. Because I'm telling you, sometimes they won't clap because they don't know what to do with themselves. Because they're like, I'm not doing anything, so I'm not applauding. That's usually why they're not. You got to yeah. keep standing. Yeah. You're not standing for the applause. You're standing for the standing to change something. Totally. I- those pictures and sometimes I'll post something that doesn't get a lot and I'm like oh was that off and I'm like does it matter though does it yeah exactly just keep keep going there was a I don't I uh there was a quote from an artist and it was um don't worry about um let let other people worry about your art and while other people are worrying about your art keep making more art that's what I got. Yep. 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 Boom. Just kept shooting. Boom. I was. Yep. Just like don't let don't 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 let yourself worry about. It. Let other people worry about it. Let other people worry about that shit. You know. And just keep keep, keep producing. It. Keep making. Keep going. Keep taking the actions. Keep standing. You know. Mm-hmm. Just like just keep keep doing it. Keep doing I the like thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like <laughs> anyway, I could go on and on and on with examples, but um, but yeah. Anyway. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you. So is there anything else that you wanted to say or bring? I brought up pretty much all of my awkward talking points. I'm sure I could think of more. There's plenty more. Um, <laughs> there's plenty more things to, that we could talk about, but is there anything else inside of this conversation that you really wanted to say or anything that got brought uh, up for you? I think the, the, the biggest thing for me, actually is um, one of the biggest things for me about standing with my friends in something or standing with people that you normally like it comes up and then you deal you you have to deal with oh I haven't been there and now I feel like is it awkward if I'm there since I haven't been right and and then you show up my only thing about it is if you're gonna show up for someone it's the same thing as this movement keep showing up for people And when I say show up, I don't even mean like keep supporting them from the perspective like, oh, I'm just supporting. I just keep supporting. But more like if you're going to do life with folks, do life with folks continuously. Mm-hmm. If we're going to make a difference in this conversation as two friends, and we've talked about it already, but it's like we knew that we need to continue checking in on each other when it has nothing to do with even the stuff that's too obvious. Yeah. It has to be the hard stuff, the stuff that's like, I'm not your friend because you're my black friend or you're my white friend. I'm your friend because I'm your friend. And now I maybe need to start getting aware of 
when do I call? When do I text? When do I whatever? Is it usually when there's a collective talking about something? Or is it because I care enough to do life with those who I really say I want to do life with, or I'm doing life with, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, that's a big one for me. I'm always like, it's easy to be caught up in a movement, but it's another to examine your life and go, who are the relation? What relationships do I have inside of what's happening, and how have I neglected them to where maybe it even has to do with why we're still here, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I I do feel like we don't doing life together is an interesting thing for friends and people we call you know close to and when they're dealing with something. But I say keep doing life together because the melting pot is going to be that moment where. I don't have a white friend named Elizabeth. I have a friend named Elizabeth. She doesn't have a black friend named Victoria. She has a friend named Victoria. And how she knows us because Vic and her are good. We talk, we do this, we do that, or we converse about this. We call each other and check in. I'm like, oh, you know, I'd have heard something. It was a little weird, you know, bounce off me on something. Like we continuously do life together because it matters to us to be the examples of the children around us, the people around us to go, we don't need a cause for us to show up as white and black. Yeah. We need to start doing life that says our life is enough for us to be there so that the world can just see the example of it without us having to talk about it mm. continuously. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's the one thing I, I, yeah, I would say. I just love you to pieces. And I, from our conversation that we had on Monday previous to this, I just felt so much lighter and so much more just that that love dripping from the walls in our relationship. And I feel like having this conversation again and expanding upon it um, on the podcast today um, just opened up even even more of that. So really, thank you so much um, for for sharing your experience, for sharing your story, for answering questions that I had. I just, I, I can't tell you how much I love and appreciate you. And I would love for you to uh, tell the audience, you know, how they can uh, reach out to you, um, how they can get a hold of you. And um, when, uh, when your book comes out, they can read your book. Yes, yes. Thank, uh, well, I just want to say first, thank you first for having this conversation with me. I am just, once again, it, it just, I'm proud of, the friendships that I have and, and, and the, it's these moments that make me so proud to be a part of a relationship with such a powerful woman, period. And you're such a powerful woman. And we say that again, the Queens, the Elizabeth and Victoria, not really sure how we were as real Queens, but I know that we hold on to that. And I just yeah. thank you for, you know, this platform and a chance to have this conversation. Um, um, when it comes to my book, it's not out yet. I'm still completing it, but it will be um, something that will be published real soon. I feel like in the next two weeks, I'll have a, a rough draft of it. And then I'll be able to even like in three weeks, turn it around and be able to, um, um, have it online. And, um, so the best way for anyone who is interested in kind of seeing the art or knowing more about the book as it comes out and I figure out, you know, the date of release um, you can follow me on social media. Um, my Facebook for me is an open space of where I just share myself in all kinds of ways. And the book is definitely one way I share myself on there. And you can find me at Vic Tangara um, as far as looking for me on, on Facebook. And it's B-I-C, not B-I-C-K. B-I-C Tangata, T-A-N-G-A-T-A. 
Um, and you can find me that way. And if you do find me that way, I just want you to know, like, if you found me that way because of this podcast, just tell me, hey, I heard the podcast. Um, I'd love to follow. I want to be friends because I still want something personal. I, I still want to know that you're someone who it personally wants to connect with me. Um, I'm also not somebody just as everybody. I want to know why and I'm welcome to that. And so that and also um, Instagram. I'm on Instagram as kiss the number four Kenya. Kiss for Kenya. And you can also find me there as well. Um, and I'll have more updates on my book and when it's coming out. Um, but yeah, that's two ways you can find me. Perfect. Awesome. And I will also put all of those links in the show notes as well. So if you didn't capture that, you can just scroll down in the show notes and be able to uh, reach out to Vic. Um, again, thank you so much. Appreciate you. I love you. Thank you.